Okay, so we're we're gonna we're gonna solve something here to start things off. We're gonna we're gonna solve uh, something that I think would be an amazing asset to the world if we if we figured this out. Um, so the other day uh, I was eating ice cream with my lovely wife Breton. Uh, we ordered some Baskin Robbins. We got some uh, mint chocolate chip and ch- regular chocolate chip. I, I don't like mint chocolate chip, so she gets mint chocolate chip, and I get regular chocolate chip. And um, you know, I, I realized one of my big aversions to ice cream and why I don't love eating it. Sorry, I love eating it, but why <laughs> I, I don't? Like, this, this is news to me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Why, why I don't eat it more? Okay, is is scooping. I hate scooping. I hate scooping okay. ice cream, right? I, I really hate it because there's a lot of things I hate about scooping. So first of all, at home I hate scooping because uh, you kind of have to hold the bucket to scoop, and that gets really mm. cold. And there's usually like freezer condensation on it, and you get wet and sticky. And it's one of those things. It's kind of like maple syrup. Like no matter what you do, you can't avoid the stickiness, right? Right? Like you're always gonna get sticky, which is annoying. And then you know, uh, like. Like sometimes you're you have a nice scoop which is good, but sometimes you don't have a scoop and you just have a spoon. And sometimes, like you know, if it's really hard, you like you hit the top and then a chunk goes like flying out, you know, onto the table. And you're like, <laughs> this is now getting into the the point where I, I don't actually know what you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, you know, like like you know when you like okay, so let's say it's a brand new tub, right? Right. Okay. So you haven't and, and, haven't taken anything out yet. Yeah. So you just have like a yeah. solid kind of not a solid like a like a flat surface right yeah yeah and let's say it's really hard like like before like like let's say you try to scoop it a little bit Mm. because you don't want it to get melted you start kind of digging in and you kind of get a little chunk off right (laughs) but then your your spoon is kind of like fighting to try to scoop it up (laughs) but then you kind of get it kind of goes above the surface and then it flicks Uh, a piece of ice cream i've never had that happen but i I could see the physics i've had a i've i've usually the spoon bends before i get to that point that's, I don't know if you've had okay, that. Okay, that, yeah, that that's another thing that could happen if yeah. you if you have kind of like you know spoons that yeah. bend. But um, I, so I've I, but I've I've solved this. Like I I figured out how to like deal with the, after many failed attempts. I've okay. I don't so, know if you have a solution. Well, well, here's the other thing, right? Like I mean, the other thing you end up doing sometimes is you like okay, I'll let it I'll let it melt a little bit, or you'll do what you'll do what buffets do, which is they they heat their spoon, right? Like yeah, which kind of put the, which scoop- after COVID happened like. Seems like the most disgust. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 right, right? right. Like the the ice cream scoop in buffets. That seems like it's the because uh, at least everything else in a buffet is sort of, um, you know, like you're just. It's, it seems like a little bit more sanitary. You're taking food, yeah, but yeah. The ice cream station was always like seemed like very mess. suspicious, right? Well, and not to mention, it's a little weird. Like, like because you're like now there's water on my ice cream. Yeah, which exactly. Is a strange, and and that water um, is just like kind of like. Just sitting there too, like yeah. yeah. Now, so before I bring up my point, though, what yeah. what is your solution after many failed attempts? Yeah. So uh, best way I found is um, uh, a cup of hot water, or okay. you can just run you know hot water from the tap, um, yeah. and then just wipe the spoon off with like a towel before you put it in the ice cream. So you have you have a hot spoon. Oh, so you have a hot spoon but not wet spoon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but regardless, I feel like all this is like a lot of effort for for don't get yeah. me wrong for one of the best desserts ever. Like, yeah, it's ice cream is incredible, um, but it's a lot of effort. So, yeah. so I started thinking that you know you, these kind of things that you think of if you, if you had a genie and you'd make three wishes or whatever. <laughs> like, how how amazing would it be if somehow we were able to come up with ice cream that you did not need to scoop? <laughs> 
Like, so, okay. So here's the thing. So, so you know Dippin' Dots, right? Or Dippin' Dots, as they're called? Yeah. yeah. So the first time I had Dippin' Dots, uh, they were not branded as Dippin' Dots, but they were, uh, I actually had it at the Kennedy Space Center. Mm. Um, so I, I, I believe Kennedy Space Center is in Florida, right? I think that's the one in Florida. Yeah. Like okay. NASA. So, so yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where we went. And it was like part of like, I think we we're there for Disney World or something like that. And we decided to take a side trip to the nice. Kennedy Space Center. That's fun. And um, I'm, 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 I'm sure nothing to do with space, but they had branded uh, space ice cream. Okay. And but space and ice cream is a, is a thing though, right? Isn't it? Like It is. And yeah. it's like kind of like a dry, isn't it like a dry bar? Like it's like, it's like, yeah, I don't think it's cold. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's cold. So I think it's like a maybe like freeze dried. Yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. That yeah. that sounds right. Um, actually, so maybe maybe they are related. Then to be honest, maybe maybe it is similar. So this wasn't anyways, cold. Uh, no, this was cold. Actually, it was cold. Uh, yeah. I just kind of make the joke because it's probably like one of those things where it's like, oh, that's branded space ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> but that that was the first time I had it, and it was like, yeah, these little dots, right? Little dots yeah. of ice cream, yeah. and I remember loving it. So and that's why when Dippin' Dots started showing up right. in like Cineplexes, I was like, yeah. what the hell? Um. So I remember one of the big the big aspects of that ice cream when I was at the Kennedy Space Center was like the amazingness of it is the scoopability because it's like right. balls, right? You just like yeah, you know, it's like cereal so, but ice cream. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so, so, so yeah, so like that kind of solves it, but like th- that for sure is not the ice cream experience, right? Like you it's want a different, a di- completely different product, right? Totally, like, which yeah, I love, yeah. but it's you're right, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, it's totally different. So how how do we how do we figure this out? Like, like how what? How can we make ice cream that you don't need to scoop? I'm one. I'm just you as mean I'm at talking, home, right? Uh, not because the obvious solution is just go, like you go somewhere. And they, <laughs> yeah, they do the scooping for it's you. so true. It's so true. You know, we yeah. do this by hiring labor to do it for us. But there you go. You just hire like someone, and all they do is scoop ice cream for you. Scoop ice cream. Okay. Well, let's make it a, <laughs> if it's a bit more cost effective. Right, now, right. as I was just, literally as I was just talking, I was wondering. Maybe, maybe like Dippin' Dots, but just a bigger form of that. Like you have these like pre-scooped like yeah, circles. Pre-scooped, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and you just like crack them open and you crack like, you get, three open. You get three I mean, I don't, like, I don't even know if you have to crack it open. I, I feel like. <laughs> if, no, that's key. That's key. If they're just pre like, you know, like the ice cream scoops, right? Yeah. Like, even if they put that in a container, it's probably a lot easier, right, to handle yeah. than trying to scoop it out so yeah i could see that working i, I mean, think we're on to something there yeah like just pre-scooped and and just in a certain container that has them separate so they're really easy like you could yeah. just take like a fork and grab like three balls yeah. and put them in your bowl yeah i, I think we I was gonna say the other the other aspect of this is there's some ice cream that is not that hard right but again this kind of gets into the same thing as the dipping dots you're not it's not the same product but yeah you know what i'm talking about right there's some there's some ice cream that like no matter how cold it is it's like not like soft right it not not like not even soft serve like yeah it's it's still like kind of the, on the harder but, ice cream side of things but yeah it's not the but same. I don't know I don't know if that's by design though or if they just they like because I know some of these ice creams yeah that you buy yeah like they just no matter how cold they get they and I wonder if it's a sugar factor like because they have so much sugar or what it's made like out of yeah. yeah yeah exactly exactly I don't think it's real milk maybe that's the uh... <laughs> I. I didn't. I didn't actually think we'd solve this on the podcast, but I think mm, we have. We have. Yeah. I, I was also going to say. I read the other day. I don't know if Dipping Dots is still around. Like, I mean, I guess we wouldn't know because the only place I've seen it is in a movie theater. And we yeah. Yeah. Been exactly. In a while. Um, but I think I read on 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 Reddit or somewhere on Twitter, somebody got a hold of a Dipping Dot machine. Oh. Like, and like have has it at home. 
And apparently, like, you can, you just feed it, like, because it actually makes it. I didn't know that it actually, the, the machine actually makes the, like, the, I guess, dots, right? Is that what they're okay. called? It uh, makes yeah. it in the machine. And, okay. And so you could basically mix whatever flavor you want and it'll make. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I was half looking at some information on my computer here. You're, yeah. you're saying like like the vending machine itself makes it? I think so. Or unless unless there's another machine. Okay. That, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. I, I mean, whenever you buy it, does it. I don't know how it works. Is it prepackaged or is I it? I think they're prepackaged because they have that, that vacuum thing that sucks it up and then. But okay, I wouldn't okay. be surprised if there was some like so a machine that makes those, make right? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It spits out these little balls or whatever. So there, there you go. You don't maybe your wish could just be a, a dipping knot machine at home. But that makes bigger balls though. Like cause yes. I, I'm, I'm almost picturing like your um, what's that? What is it? Is it? Is it not whiskey? Gin? What's the thing you you make your big round ice cubes? I mean, I mean for? they have uh, spherical ice molds. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like yeah, I feel like we solved this. How this this needs to be a thing. Okay. Yeah. If if you are if you are in any way connected to the ice cream industry, or this is the thing, I feel like there are certain industries in life that you just never meet anybody from. Like I've never met <laughs> anybody that's remotely connected to the ice cream industry. Right. Um. But if you are, send. Yeah. We send have, we have we have ideas. We can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I that, that, this This also, this is now got me thinking of like another take on this, kind of on the machine thing, is what if you could just basically like, I don't know, like a giant, you know, like um, instant coffee, you know, like an espresso, like Keurig machine, yeah, yeah. where the, you basically just feed it a whole tub of ice cream, yeah, and, and then like you can just press a button and it's like dispenses almost scoops. Like a, almost like a, like a melon baller. Yeah, like it kind of yeah, just yeah. like balls out the. Yeah, totally. That could work too because then you can put any ice cream in it, right? I think that would actually be very viable because, like, I think all you just need is you just need a strong enough motor with like this cupping like yeah. scoop, right? That just like carves into the yeah, you know, and you yeah. just get yeah, you just get a block of ice cream, open it up, put it in, yeah, and then it just yeah scoops it and spits it out. Oh yeah. man, yeah, that that that's interesting because that I feel like that I feel like. You wouldn't have to worry about. Um, you don't, don't have to make the ice cream, right? You just put yeah, any ice cream. It could cream be whatever ice cream you want. You just throw it in there yeah. and then this thing. There we go. Yes. We've already right, iterated we on, on this perfect idea. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the ETC podcast, your one stop pod for entertainment, technology, cars, and all things related and random. My name is Casey Lee, and sitting across from me, as always, is Aaron Zanenkar. This is episode 63. That's 70 minus. Seven, it is seventy minus seven, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of my math's not checking out these days, um, but yes, it is our April Fool's spectacular. Where but we're going to talk. That intro was not that intro was not April Fool's. That was, no, that was, no, we were dead serious about that. This this whole this you know we prepared a lot to to just you know be crazy fools on this episode. <laughs> um, no, no, no. This is uh, this is it. Um, uh, we're kind of back to our regular programming. Uh, we want to thank everybody who tuned in and wrote in and and everything um, uh, to our our e our big e spectacular yeah. last week. Um, as Aaron pointed out after the fact, um, after the fact that uh, that I pointed out a lot here? of things. 
that it was a double fat. It was a double fat yes, episode. Yes. It was effectively a double fat episode. Yeah. Now, so thank you I mean, if you episode- listened to the whole thing. That's uh, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, a dedication for those who watched it. And uh, again, big thanks to Deanna for for giving us the idea and for writing us a very nice email afterwards. Actually, after we did it, so um, uh, I learned a ton. Hopefully, you guys will learn a ton. And this really gives rise to more theme episodes. I think. I think. I mean, when we do the list episodes, I really enjoy those. Yeah. And you know, you know, the funny thing is, I'm curious what the fans think because I don't know about you, but when I watch Top Gear, I actually don't like the specials. Like, right. I don't like when they, they they take these big trips to whatever. I actually like the regular <laughs> show more. The only thing. Right. The only episode that I think was even close to a special that I liked was the 24-hour Le Mans race that they did. Mm. Um, but in in general, I just I don't love their big long trips. I don't I don't find them particular. Like, do you like those episodes better than the regular episodes? Did you? I I mean, like I think th- there's a big variety there, right? So some of them I definitely enjoy a lot more than others, right? Um, some yeah. of them were sort of like you know whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's not like they're they're bad and i think yeah, maybe yeah. the thing is is the they're pretty far off like their typical format yes that yeah again if you want to just see straight up top gear like they do every uh you know regular episode then it definitely is very far but um even though you know the last episode was very specific on one topic and a lot you know more in depth and longer um i still i still don't think it was like that radically different than what we normally what no. we normally do, so yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, again, I, I like so. I guess as a consumer, I usually don't like those types of things. But as a yeah. producer, I, I love exactly. Yeah. It was a lot yeah. of fun. <laughs> uh, again, I learned a lot, which was great, and awesome, uh, yeah. lots of good. Yeah, lots of good discussion. So really happy about that. Uh, but now we're back to our regular programming. So um, before we get started, though, with today, I do want to mention one thing about last episode. Is that so? I don't know how many of you guys out there actually watch our podcast. I know a couple of you do, but uh, when you watch our podcast, there is little kind of hidden messages. But when we take a break, every time we take a break, there's like a little message on there. It's not like it's not really hidden; it's just there. But the last <laughs> one that I put for the Big E episode, the thing that I put in that little kind of break piece, uh, is kind of a little bit of a brain teaser puzzle. Um, and I'm curious if anybody can figure out what I'm trying to say in that brain teaser puzzle. Uh, even I, you, I don't Aaron. even know about this. I, yeah, I don't Aaron, even you, know. I'm, I'm gonna have to, to look at it. And this is yeah. this is real. This is not a this is not no, an April first thing. This is not an April Fool's thing. <laughs> uh, it, it's not like a super cerebral puzzle, but I, I'm very curious for the people who can figure out what I'm trying to say in what I've put in that. So check out episode 62 on YouTube. Go to the break when we say hey, and now we're gonna take a break. I think it's around the 30 minute mark. You'll see a little kind of half kind of. Uh, message and I'm curious if, if nice. people can figure it out. Send in like your this. responses to podcast.etcgmail.com. Okay, we start today with a little bit of news about something that has solved two problems, two problems in life, and I'm, I'm I, I think like we we just solved one. Yeah. And so this is not ice cream related. This is a this is not ice cream related. Different it problem. Is ha- it is half related, and and yeah. th- and and unlike the last one, we don't have to solve this because they've solved it already. Nice. Which is which is awesome. Um. So, okay, so this is a very common problem. I face it. You probably face it. A lot of people face this problem. Um, so you get up in the morning and you decide what, what do you want to have for breakfast, right? You know, some people eat eggs, some people eat toast, whatever. And some of us eat cereal, right? Not necessarily the most healthy thing, but some of eat cereal. And the problem we have all the time 
is usually we pick a cereal that we enjoy the taste of, but there's usually maybe some kind of soy ingredient that you're allergic to that gives you an itchy throat. And, and <laughs> totally so did not know this is where this is going. It's very you're specific. Very, you're very <laughs> conflicted. This is a problem that a lot of people face. Um, for example, I face this. When when I eat Vector, okay, yeah. uh, you know, Kellogg, is it Kellogg's? I don't even know who makes it. Vector I, I cereal. I think so. Yeah, have, you so ever had, yeah. have you ever had Vector cereal? Yeah, Vector is is the, is it like the fancy uh, Rice Krispies, basically? Like, not fancy, uh, but No, like, no, they're more, they're, uh, I believe they're flakes. They're flakes with flakes. stuff on it. Yeah, kind of like. Maybe they have kinda, a Rice Krispie version, too. They're very possible. Yeah, yeah they're kind of like a whole it's, brand. It's basically right? cornflakes, right? Like, like. I would, I would, the closest thing I would describe it to is like a, like a tasty bran flake. Bran flake. It's kind of okay. like what it's like. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I've been a fan of Vector a long time, but the biggest issue I have is I think there is some soy product in it that makes my throat itchy. Okay. So, okay. so this is like, this is annoying because, uh, uh I love Vector, but I get an itchy throat. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's not anaphylactic. Thank God. Um, right. but it's been a long time since we've done some cereal news. There is some cereal news. So Vector has introduced a Vector Maple Crunch. And the first problem, you know what's funny? I don't even know if it solves this problem. (laughs) They they might still have soy in it. it, Where does the soy-free part come into this? It it doesn't even, I don't even know. I just assumed. I just assumed because it's a new Vector cereal that maybe doesn't So basically you're announcing that you're, you know, this sounds great and you're going to continue with, you know, dealing with the itchy itchy throat. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the weird part. Like he, okay, the, the reality is I don't even know if the original Vector has soy. It's I just assume it's soy because <laughs> like the things that give me itchy throat, right? Yeah. It, it's like it's like fruits, like apples, pears. And and by the way, there, there's a lot of people who have this like it's uh allergy where it's like it's something to do like I've read so many different things, but it's one of these weird things where like when you bake an apple, like apple pie, for example, I don't get an itchy throat. And, okay. and again, it's not weird because I know a lot of people have this thing. And I've heard different things where it's like Oh, it's it's like the stuff they spray on apples that gives you the itchy throat. I've also heard it's like the skin, the way I don't, there's some weird thing okay. about it where like bacon kills it off. Anyways, so the other thing that gives me the same allergic reaction is soy. So so when I eat tofu, mm. um, you know, the, it's, it's kind of basically this really really mild allergy. Okay. Um, super it's like so mild that again I will eat stuff that gives me an itchy. Like I eat pears right. even though they give me an itchy throat. Yeah. So I assumed it's soy. Okay. But I it, could be I, not, could be something could else. Be one of many other things. <laughs> Apple skins in your vector <laughs> yeah. cereal. It, you know, too. I don't even know if it's. It, maybe it's in my head. Maybe like it's not even really giving me. Like maybe it's a nut allergy. Like I recently, I've been developing certain itchy throats. To okay. Nut. Yeah. Yep. Those are. That's anyways. Yep. It might solve it. Long story short, Vector has come out with cereal. Maple Crunch. <laughs> um, but I didn't mention the second problem that it okay. potentially solves, which is the shame that we feel as adults who like to eat Captain Crunch. Okay. Uh, like, because Captain <laughs> Crunch is delicious, but as an adult, you're like, I can't be seen eating this. And Vector Maple Crunch uh, kind of looks like Captain Crunch. So okay, that's I'm a plot curious. Twist. I'm curious if it is like Captain Crunch, and it's just like Captain Crunch for adults. Huh. Um, but yes, Vector, Maple <laughs> Crunch. Check it out in your local. There's actually local. I, I I don't know the name, but there's um there's actually I don't know you saw there's there's this kind of like uh, new cereal company that 
has come out with cereals that have basically, you know, all the classics, all the classic tastes. Like there's, uh, you know, Frosted Flakes and okay, um, yeah. uh, Fruit Loops. Um, but it's like super healthy. And so I haven't really? tried it. But it, like apparently it's... Um, it's uh, sugar-free or like very low in sugar, so I, it must be oh. you know, sweetened or something. Yeah, um, yeah. But they basically have all the classic flavors, but basically like you know targeted towards adults who want to eat something really healthier. So I got, I got to find the name. I'll find the name and put the notes. But you know, it might be a way to uh, you know if you want to indulge in these things without you know um, dying. I guess and uh, he, an early death. And, he, <laughs> and here I thought. You would never bring anything to the cereal news. The cereal, yeah, aspect. exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you know, the sparked, sea of ETC, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're right. really and cool. Our, like I, again, I, I gotta look up the the company, but they re- it's really well done. Like the boxes and everything, like they did it in a way that you know, like the Frosted Flake one. It's I don't think it, it's called that, right? But clearly, it's that, and the box is done in a way that's sort of like if like you know you were making Frosted Flakes targeted towards adults, right? Yeah, um, like, so like I gotta look yeah, this up and brand, yeah, no that. Yeah. That's so very, and then you don't have to feel ashamed, right? You can eat whatever you want. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dyson made a big announcement last week. Um, so you know, Dyson obviously popular uh, with making. You know, uh, uh, they started with vacuums, right? That was our first product. Was a vacuum. Yeah, I think so. And it's a really interesting yeah. story. With um, that's his name, right? That that's the the yeah the founder's yeah, name, right? Jim Jim brought. James Dyson, I think. James, yes. <laughs> but that's that's interchangeable, I think, right? Yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah, I think I think it was it was it was vacuums. Yeah, so they started off with vacuums. I I very happily during the pandemic bought myself a V7. Um, and so obviously they make straighteners, they make uh, fans now, air purifiers, all the stuff yeah. like that. Um, so they they have obviously you know it's so funny when they came up with the V6 Dyson. Um, I literally interpreted that as like oh more power like V like like a V6 engine. Oh yeah, and yeah. then then the seven and the eight, I was like, "Whoa, this is weird!" Like, why? Is this? And then I was <laughs> going up and up. But then I was like, "Wait, no, this just—I st- think it just stands for version. I think that's what V stands for, like version." It's at least or like just a model. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so the latest one is the V11 that came out uh, a year or so ago. It's kind of the top of the line, thousand um, dollar vacuum. Um, but th- last week they announced their brand new one, and it is so good. That they jumped four versions, uh, <laughs> so they went from V11 to the V15. So okay. the V15 was announced. Did you did you see this announcement? I did not. No, 15 yeah. sounds kind of like, and this is not April. I feel like this whole episode it's just like it's on the borderline <laughs> because it almost sounds. It like almost we're joking. Sounds like a joke, right? To be like yeah. we were the V18 <laughs> Dyson, right? Like, I know this is the tough thing, right? Because I th- yeah. I feel like oh, what makes our podcast interesting is I do things like serial news, right? Yeah, but you're right. Like this is something that someone would do on April Fools, right? Yeah. So no, the V15 came out. Okay. Um, and so you know the V11 had like an LCD back display, uh, all this kind cool oh, of stuff wow. or whatever, right? But the V15, so it's crazy. So the V15 has a little laser light on the front of the uh, the vacuum head. Okay, yeah. And what this thing does is it shines a laser on your floor so that you can visually see microscopic dust that you might have missed when you're vacuuming. Wow. And so you see all these little dust specks, and yeah. then when you vacuum, it goes away. So it's a really cool little laser green light that yeah, shines. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. And then when it sucks up into the 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 thing itself, the the vacuum, it hits a little piezo 
uh, piezo sensor. <laughs> okay. So piezo being pressure sensitive, I believe. That's what piezo is, right? I think so, yeah. Um, and it measures the diameter of the dust particles that you're sucking <laughs> up. So it gives you a little report on yeah. the back of your vacuum that you've gotten yeah. all these little particles. That's amazing. Um, so that's really cool. So that yeah. Dyson v, V15's out. There's yeah. also a lot of other really cool things they introduced. Um, like they even in- introduced a, a cantered, is that the right word? A, a, a cantered, like spinny thing. Like, do you, do okay. you have a Dyson? Do you have a Dyson? Uh, I, I, yeah, I have like um, uh, from a while back, like uh, one of their uprights. The uh, okay. I, don't know, I don't know what it is, but the ball, one right. of the ball ones. Oh, you're one of the rare people who has a, 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 a legit Dyson vacuum. Yeah. Yeah, I mean um, it's it's like 15 years old at this point, like or right. or something. Or, is, it still, yeah. is it still good or? Yeah, it still works. Um, we yeah. don't use it a lot now um, because the the robots have taken over. But oh, that's like, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You guys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but did you ever get the issue where you had to like basically untangle hair from the the rolly thing? I mean, I'm sure at some point, yeah, like yeah, um, yeah, we probably had to clean it out. So or, yeah. it's kind of cool. The new one, they've kind of made the rolly thing almost like a triangle. Okay, so. As it rolls, the hair slowly makes its way down to the end. Yeah. And and then the hair just gets sucked up into the vacuum. Yeah. So it's like, you know, so brilliant. And then I love they also they, it's just like they yeah. keep, you know, like it's kind of like the the better mousetrap kind of thing, right? Like the Yeah. I, I love it just because, you know, no matter what, they'll just keep finding a way to make it better. Even if people are not really asking for this, right? Like again, you know, it's it's like no one's asking for a, a laser. Like I need a yeah, exactly. I need a laser like thing to to see the dust things right, but uh, yeah, super cool. Yeah, and then the last thing they kind of introduced is uh, kind of like a, a smaller um, uh, kind of handheld. It's kind of cool. It looks more like a broom almost. Okay. Um, and what's really cool is the the head that they have at the end of it is uh, more like a omnidirectional head. So it's got mm. like a bunch of rollers in different directions. Interesting. And it, it kind of like it's almost like a Swiffer. Like you know like how Swiffer you can kind of rotate the head like any way you yeah. want. Yeah. It's kind of like that. So it's a vacuum that you can kind of rotate the head fully yep. like 360 degrees yeah uh which is really sweet so dyson v15 nice. uh yeah not a uh not not a joke at all so <laughs> um yes uh so let's uh let's uh do, do you have any news i mean I, we pause. should like do you have any uh april fool's things that you've seen i feel like maybe oh. like I, I don't know if you saw anything i there's there's one or two things i saw uh, today, I don't know if you um, the the big one. I think is uh, I don't know if you saw what happened with Volkswagen and and their whole. Uh, it seems like a bit of a fail, but I don't know if you've you've seen the story. Okay, so I okay, so I saw a couple of headlines last week leading up to it. Yeah, and I heard about a name change, and then and then re, like a day or two ago, I heard that it kind of leaked that maybe this is just an <laughs> April Fool's joke. Also, but like I, this, you're touching but, on the very like the very first thing here, which is like what a horrible April Fool's joke if you heard about this a, <laughs> like a week ago, right? Like, yeah. and I didn't really see what the conclusion was. So what, what's yeah, yeah? What's the full story here? What's the full story here? So like I don't I don't even know if you like the original plan. I don't even know if you could call it a joke. Which maybe again, this is probably why it failed, right? Like I think April Fool's you have to be pretty committed, and it has to be it can't be borderline, right? Like it needs to be like. It's to be a joke, right? And something yeah. like unbelievable. So as I understand it, like Volkswagen's really getting heavily into electric vehicles now, 
awesome, right? And they're going, they're kind of like going head to head against against Tesla. Like they had a new CEO come in a little while back, and he really called out Elon Musk. And there's a bit of like a competition going on there. Uh, but basically, their their whole kind of April Fool's thing was, uh, oh, we've changed our name to Volkswagen. So you know, like instead of V O L K, uh, V O L T, you know, like electricity volt. Um, and by the way, when I first heard that, yeah, like I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize the leak was that they were going to change the name. I thought that like their division of electric vehicles right, would be Volkswagen, right. and I thought that was actually amazing. I thought that was a great, cool it's a great name, name right? Yeah, so it's this, I think this is part of the problem. It's like. Oh yeah, that that kind of makes sense. You can kind of believe yeah. that, right? So yeah, totally. th- their whole yeah, their whole thing was we're changing our name, and then it was going to coincide with a big kind of advertising thing where like, oh, these are all the new electric cars and stuff like that, right? Like they don't exist yet, but a bit of an advertising campaign. But I, I think you can immediately see what the issue here is. Like it's it's not that's not a really great joke. Like it's <laughs> it's it's almost like you, it's like oh yeah that. That kind of makes sense, right? Like you, you yeah. could almost be like, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah that it's makes almost, sense. Right? It's, it's almost like it's almost like the April Fool's joke was gonna be like, hey, uh, we're a big corporation and our, uh, you know, we're, we're gonna go green this year. <laughs> we're gonna make April electric Fools. vehicles. You know, it's like, like uh, and, and it's but they actually are gonna make electric vehicles, right? So it's yeah, like this is <laughs> it's not it's not a joke at all. But so what happened was it it kind of leaked, right? Because again, they're yeah. a huge company, so it's not like. If you have these plans, and I'm assuming, you know, like, again, I think they took it too far in that they actually had a bit of, like, a ca- like advertising campaign and stuff, right? Whereas, you know, usually April Fool's, like, you don't put a lot of effort into it, and you just, like, put up a, a blog sure. post the day of. Yeah, so I think yeah. because they did, they had all this stuff ready to go, it, it leaked. And then not only did it leak, because, again, they did such a horrible job making a joke, journalists were like, oh, this is, a, this is real. Like, they actually aren't doing this. <laughs> And so all of a sudden, you know, people started reporting on this. Not only that, but their stock price shot up because oh really? Because people were like, oh wow, they're doing all this like electric vehicle investment. That's crazy. Um, and so they basically got into a bunch of trouble because the legal department came in probably at some point and said like, what are you doing? Like this is like like this is leaking and it's you know our stock price is going up and that's not that maybe is not legal right because you can't if it, if you're not actually going to do it right like leaking something that affects your price, you know, news, whatever, um, is technically illegal, you know, in some, in some views. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah. so that's basically what happened. And then th- that's where it went from yeah, like two days ago. They're like, no, no, it's a joke. Right. Which again, it's like the fact that they had to explain it just like it ruined it even further. Right. And then the <laughs> journalists were really mad because they're like, what do you, it's like, this is, this is a terrible joke. Like why, like it's not even funny. And like, we had to write all this and you know, so th- that's what I understand about the situation. So, um, yeah, there's a well, bit of like, yeah. Well, it's so bad too in the wake of like their previous scandal, right? Of like, uh, what are their EV emission scandal, right? It's like, oh, we're <laughs> yeah. gonna do something again, great and environmental, and no, it's, but a it's like psych, it's a joke, but yeah, <laughs> but not that's, really. That's yeah, so funny. that's um, yeah, that was the the story with uh, Volkswagen, which uh, quite quite funny. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a short break. We'll be right back after this. And we are back on this Thursday, April 1st, 2021, uh, episode 63 of the ETC podcast, the April Fool's Spectacular. Uh, again, a lot of work went into this episode. Um, let's uh, let's get back to a segment that we uh, that we had to skip last week because of our big E special. Um, we're going to get back to do your thing. So uh, this comes courtesy of Brody. 
uh, good friend Brody, he uh, tweeted at us, do your thing. And uh, because I don't, I'm not organized. I I I'm, can't bring it up because I'm not logged into Twitter, or whatever. But I do remember what the I do remember what the the news was. Um, okay. So uh, we went and saw Knives Out uh, in the theater. Yeah. Uh, was that the last? I'm trying to remember the last movie we saw in, in person. It must was. have been one of the last. Yeah, movies that yeah. we saw in person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so Netflix has signed a. Uh, uh, Something million dollar. I want to say eighty million, but that sounds way too little, right? Wouldn't it have to be like? Are we talking million? about like a movie like budget? Like yeah. So they mo- signed some some kind of million dollar. Actually, eighty million. Like it was. I don't think it depends. It depends on the movie. But do you remember? Right. Um, what was that? You know, like the I think Ryan Reynolds. The Ryan Reynolds like kind of like pseudo Fast and Furious movie. Did you hear about that? Like the no. something underground six underground or something. But it's basically. Oh. Oh yeah, 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 it was on Wait. Netflix. It was basically yeah, Ryan yeah. Reynolds and a bunch of people, and it's sort of like a a very Fast and Furious esque kind of. Movie. Okay, I didn't know that was Fast and Furious. I only saw the, the thumbnail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, it was an action movie, but I think the I think that was like two hundred million or something. Like oh, the budget really? On that, so well, that's why I'm wondering. Eighty eighty sounds low, right? Doesn't? Um, oh yeah, yeah. It, depending on what movie, yeah, it could be. It yeah. Could be low. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, here's the other thing. Like I should mention, like the the big deal about this. So so Netflix assigned a deal to make. Two Knives Out sequels. Oh, sequels. So, okay. Yeah. So Knives Out Two and Knives Out Three. Uh, so Knives Out Three, to- uh, Tokyo Drift, and yeah, two two Knives Two Furious, and um, <laughs> yeah. and um, uh, <laughs> I I so so again. I, I wish I had the tweet here, but um, uh, I, I'm assuming Daniel Craig is attached to it. He was in the picture that Brody tweeted. Um, right. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm assuming it follows. Because like again, I you know won't give away the ending of that, but like that movie didn't seem like it you know was going to be a uh, sequel, like continuing. Yeah. So maybe this is sort of like you know centering around Daniel Craig on another. Adventure. That's yeah, that yeah. would make sense, right? Like, yeah. Kind of like a like another kind of mystery or whatever. Yeah, uh, it would be kind of cool if they pulled a kind of like um, True Detective or whatever, like these movies, or it's like. Same yeah, world, that too, yeah. but a completely different cast and different same like, style, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, I think one of the draws of Knives Out was Daniel Craig, so I feel like they would probably try to maximize that as much yeah. as they could. So is that is uh, it, was it based off any like original like uh, it's a good, book or it's a good story or something? It's a yeah, very good question. Because I, I could definitely know. see that being like a like sort of like a Sherlock kind of series or something, right? Like yeah, true, right? Yeah. True, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, it was a very unexpected movie, right? Like. I mean, I guess that's the thing with Ryan Johnson, right? Like, like between that and Looper, like they're kind of like yeah. unexpectedly good movies, right? I, I kind of have a Ryan Johnson is these, one of these directors that I can't really form my opinion of. I don't really know how much I like him or how much I don't. Like, <laughs> like I, I really like Looper. I really like Knives Out, you know. Yeah. But yeah. you know, Star Wars, I didn't hate as much I, as everyone hated. I mean, that's like a what I find crazy is like that's such a huge jump, right? And yeah. to be honest, like I. Again, start like Star Wars, such a huge production. I feel like he would he only had so much say in that, right? Like, it, like yeah. I, I think you know versus the smaller movies he's done, where more of his d- original directive, you know, style yeah. maybe comes through. Um, yeah. yeah, Star Wars is like the, the fact that he got to direct that is just kind of mind blowing, right? Well, it's weird because I started. I mean, I think we talked about this on the podcast, but like, so on Disney Plus, I started watching like that. Yeah, that making of Last Jedi or yeah. whatever, and it's interesting how. There seems to be a lot of like kind of subtle like talk about how 
like they didn't necessarily agree with Ryan Johnson. Like it seems like there's a lot of like, oh yeah, Ryan's introducing his own, you know, thoughts and I guess we're going there. Like 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 Mark Hamill apparently, you know, was very open about how much he didn't like what they did with Luke's character in that movie. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. You know. It was definitely, you know, for whatever however you what whatever you want to say about that movie, whether you liked it or not. Um I feel like it's fairly accepted that it's probably the most original like Star Wars movie. Yeah. Right. Like, in, like, you know, and that's part of the reason why a lot of people did not like it. Yeah. But I feel, you know, for better or worse, it was definitely the the kind of biggest departure, you know, yes, in a lot yes. of ways. But I think, yeah, maybe that's his kind of, you know, decision making coming through. Right. Because, yeah. again, like it's again like the fact that you, if you've watched his other movies, like that's that's his kind of M.O. Right. It's very original. Right. Yeah. Really kind of like no matter what the genre is. Right he kind of yep. then puts like a very original unexpected twist on it. Yep. So I thought it was a weird directorial choice because I feel like that's not what you want with Star Wars. Like yeah. you're, you're not trying to like, you know, basically throw people off right? yep. that are Star Wars fans, especially not in at the, you know, like um, eighth movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, well yeah, yeah in, in the middle of a trilogy, yeah. you know, and, and, a, <laughs> and, a, and a comeback, right? Like, yeah. like you know, and yeah. so... Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely interesting. So, anyways, it's apparently this is a Netflix deal. So, again, it's going to be coming to Netflix. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, knives out two and three. Thanks, Brody. Uh, if you guys want us to talk about any subject, uh, tweet us, tweet at us, hashtag do your thing um, at the ETC podcast on Twitter, um, and we will talk about it. All right, let's see yes. what's on Aaron's noggin. <laughs> I feel after last week, I'm I'm all like all all my thoughts are 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 all uh, noggined out. All noggin down, but uh, one thing I want to bring up, and this again, more of a discussion. I don't really have uh, huge thoughts on it, but uh, Apple has announced uh, their developer conference this year, um, right? It's be June seventh, yeah, um, online only, because I think last year was uh, last year was online too, wasn't? Was it last not? year was yeah. online? Yeah, it was. So yeah, free yeah. again, no no tendency like I think in the past where you did have to pay if you were attending yeah. in person, which is um, very cool, by the way. Like that's the like the yeah. first time. I mean, I didn't really watch a ton of it, but I did. I think I think we even talked. No, that doesn't make sense. We wouldn't have talked about it because we didn't come back until September. But yeah. um, like, did you watch any of the stuff last year? Yeah, so well done. Like, I, like yeah. again, the production value and um, again, because unless you went to the conference, like they used to have recordings and stuff, but it was very like it wasn't catered towards that, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. fact that everyone you know was watching this digitally, they put they put all their like production power and yeah, um, you know, money really behind it. It was like yeah. really, really well done. Like the production value is crazy for kind of a developer. Um, well, you know, what's, you thing. know, it's really funny. Uh, before you get to your point, um, yeah. I, I, like so, one thing I was really impressed with was like, for example, like their daily recaps that they had, which was really cool. Like yeah, they, yeah, they had this like with little, the emoji, like yeah, exactly, uh, exactly, yeah, 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 hundred yeah, percent. But yeah. then I remember watching one of the actual talks. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like like the talk was was pretty good, um, and you know, but but it was so funny to see like like the production value of an Apple keynote without with a presenter who doesn't nearly have the energy of a Tim Cook or Steve Jobs, you know, yeah. like just kind of it, high high. But, like, but at the same time, cool because it was just it was probably just someone on the team that actually worked on it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, totally. They totally. just got to like. Basically, yeah. okay. Well, we'll put you in front of this million dollar film film crew. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right? So, and it's just yeah. like, uh, and here's how you uh, you write your code, and <laughs> yeah. here's the method, and it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. So, no, anyway, it's, sorry. Uh, so it was, they announced it, was, it this year. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't have much of a point other than you know, it was kind of, 
you know, just bring it up and also kind of curious, um, yeah, like what, because I actually don't know a lot about um, some of the big things that are coming up. I don't know if lots to be announced. Like there's some rumors around, um, you know, maybe a big push into AR, right? Because uh, I don't know if you saw the little like preview, like the, inv- the invite, but it was the what the Momoji, like I guess, you know, like a announcer or com- the uh, uh, commentator, uh, but she has glasses on. Okay. And the date is reflected in the glasses. And so the rumor no way. the rumor is that it's gonna be glasses. Like Apple's what? gonna release uh AR glasses. Uh which would be super cool because again, like I feel that's a product no one has done well, right? Yeah. Especially from a consumer level, right? Something you actually wanna wear and, and use. Um and so yeah, this will be interesting to see um if that's true or not, or if that was just kind of like a that that's know. shocking actually, because yeah. like like I feel like there's there's been rumors circling about that for years. Totally. And yeah. so the fact that their invitation kinda has a nod to it, that that's super interesting. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, so um we'll see what uh, what they announce. But I don't know, like what like, you know, is there's at this point again, I think at some episode we talked about how, you know, I this has been iOS has been around for so long. Um that there's very little that's like, you know, I feel like we wish it had this, right? It, it does yeah. so much now, but like, I don't know. Is there anything that if you were to choose, like, hey, um, you wish iOS did something? Uh, yeah. I don't know if you had anything. Um, Yeah. You know, it's funny because like even the biggest change that happened to iOS like last year, I, I didn't even, I don't even use. Like, you know, the whole widgets home screen stuff? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I tried it for a for like literally like seconds i like yeah. dragged a widget onto my home screen yeah and i was like i don't like this and i put it right back uh <laughs> so i don't i don't even use yeah. their biggest the only right i yeah, i agree with you and it's it's funny with some of this apple stuff like especially now right i think it used to be where the things that came were like oh I've, i wanted this for years right but now i think they've gotten to the point where a lot of things they introduce i don't end up really fully adopting for like a good year after they yeah. they release it uh, you know, combination of there's not that many things you can do with it. And then also I don't really kind of realize the benefit, but um, yeah, I agree with like a lot of the widget stuff. Like the only thing I actually use it for, uh, there's two things. One on my phone, um, I have, uh, there's a notes widget, which is really cool. So I don't know if like use notes app, but I, that's primarily what I use for note taking is, is just yeah, me too. Yeah. iOS notes app. So they have a really cool widget that you can just pin on your home screen. Right. Um, and it's nice because then you can see the last three notes you took and you just tap into it if you want to start a new note. So that's like yeah. super useful. And there's a really cool, like um, it's hit and miss, but on my iPad, um, I really like the photos widget and yeah. you can tell the photos widget to just basically um, draw from like random, like photos in the past, like memories. Yep. And that one's cool just because it's like, you know, every day it's a different photo and it kind of brings up like, Oh, I remember that trip or like, yeah, uh, well, that, that's kind of neat. Right. So. I mean, I have to say one of the best things, uh, you know, that Apple's done, which I feel like was kind of under, under advertised was their whole yeah their whole memories thing when they yeah. when they create a little video for you it's like amazing yeah. like it's it's, it's yeah, great exactly. stuff actually yeah um yeah you, you know what's funny i find i find the thing with apple these days is um like i i'm more i am i get more excited about the stuff that bleeds out of my phone like sorry that's basically just like not on my phone like like i i got really excited about carplay and then what happened with carplay over the last couple of years mm. cuz it's like I was starting to get an enhancement in my life from Apple that wasn't on my phone or my laptop, right? Yeah. And same thing goes with Apple TV. Like I'm actually really excited about what they're going to do with Apple TV this year. And yeah. and I've I've been very happy like when when, you know, I first got my Apple TV, um 
you know, I remember like, I didn't, I wasn't even interested at all. And then Bretton bought it for me. And I was like, my God, this is like game changing that like, it's, it's basically like an iPhone on your TV. Yeah. Um, totally. You know, I, I, I like, I like when Apple starts to bleed into other parts of my life. Yeah. Right. Because like, like the, the, to me, like the phone and the laptop are just so good now that anything that they introduce is, is very incremental, not that big a deal. But when CarPlay, the first time I used CarPlay, it wasn't mind blowing, but it was it was really nice to have like yeah. an Apple interface in my car, you know, yeah. and an Apple interface on my TV and all that stuff like that. So, yeah. so I, I am I'm I'm, I'm I, I think any of this 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 software stuff upgrade stuff if if it bleeds into like oh more integration with Apple TV or more integration with CarPlay, yeah, the rest of your life, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just so. I mean, cool. that's why like the the most mind blowing thing in iOS. Um, in the last year or so has been spatial audio, right? Which is like, yeah, yeah. not even like, it's nothing to do with the phone. It's like, you know, something, another device that connects to it. Right. Yeah. And so, and even the watch, right. I think if anything, a lot of the watch stuff has been really impressive over the last few years. Right. In terms of like software, um, yeah. integrating and stuff. So, um, yeah, I agree with, I agree with that. There's a lot of things they can do to kind of like, you know, reach into other things in your life. I'll be really shocked if they do glasses, actually. That, that'll be, That'll yeah. be genuine. That'll be genuinely surprising if they do that. Like I, yeah. I, I didn't think it was anywhere near, like on like on the radar of coming out soon or anything like that. But it would be a surprise. But uh, yeah, it is yeah. interesting how the invite really kind of like, you know, it's it's sort of like yeah, why would they kind of show that reflection in the glasses, right? Um, I yeah. think that's one thing. Um, what the, I think the only thing I would say is as like would be really cool to see. Um, and there's some hints um, that some of this is coming is. Um, I think uh, a little while back they introduced uh, kind of like that handoff feature where if your phone is near a HomePod mini, um, you can hand off music to it. So um, all the new phones have a lot of, um, have like basic capability to really know uh, if it's in proximity of other certain other things, right? To like a very high degree of accuracy. So I think there's there's still a lot they can do around, you know, your phone being much more aware of where you are or you know, basically what you're doing, right? And just being, like, doing, like, again, Apple's really good at just being very intuitive um, and removing little steps, right? So you remember they introduced, like, the Wi-Fi password sharing, right? So if someone's trying yeah, to connect, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, good, that's, right? It's just that's, like, like, one of the best features I think they've ever introduced. Yeah, yeah and it's, again, it's, it's like, something that, like, you won't think, you don't think it's a big deal, but it just removes, like, a, a, a pain point that, you know, um, people, you know, experience so often, um, so other, other examples of that could be like, Hey, like it'd be amazing if, you know, the Apple TV, right? Maybe the next iteration of this is not a remote that is kind of like people have complained about the remote and it doesn't quite work well with Siri and stuff like that. Maybe the next iteration of this is like, you know, maybe your phone should know when you're sitting down, like to watch TV and it just pulls up like yeah. a very specific, you know, remote experience. Right. Um, yeah. stuff like that. Right. I think would be really interesting, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think. I agree with Apple TV. Like, I mean, I, I hope they announce a new Apple TV, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, apparently, uh, apparently, the big, apparently, the big leak that has happened yeah. is uh, apparently the new remote has a center button. That's that's the big. That's that's like which, <laughs> which the old one is more had, than right? that, but yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. The old yeah. one had a center button, and so apparently, somewhere in the code or something like that, there was a leak that referenced the, the center, center button. button. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there might be a center button yeah. on the new Apple TV release. But June seventh, uh, check it out. It's free to view online, and we'll uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe it's uh, I mean, it's much more relevant to you than uh, me, and in terms of the the glasses thing. But hey, maybe I can maybe they'll have a version for non glass wearers, and I'll, I'll be wearing some glasses. I mean, I'm sure. I'm I mean, they they can't be only targeting glasses wearers, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. it's kind of like I never really wore a watch until I got an Apple Watch. 
Yeah. Right. Like yeah. occasionally I'd wear one as a fashion statement, but I really yeah. was not a watch wearer. Right. So yeah, totally. And in fact, in fact, in preparation for an Apple watch, I was kind of wearing my watch more like <laughs> just to <laughs> yeah. kind of like, yeah, kind of get used to it or whatever. So yeah. Uh, yeah, WWDC, uh, FTK, uh, by FTK BTW, uh, <laughs> for, uh, it's worldwide developer conference. So yeah. again, uh, for right. Apple. So, um, all right. You know, it's, um, it's interesting cause we're, we're, we're nowhere near like finished. Um, <laughs> and, and I don't have a ton here, but I will mention one thing, yeah. uh, which is, uh, Right before this episode, me and Aaron have decided uh, when the uh, season <laughs> is going to come to a close, actually. So season seven of the ETC podcast uh, is going to be ending at the end, towards the end of April. So yes. the final episode will be April 22nd, 2021. Be sure to tune in for that. Our season finales are always the craziest, most <laughs> off the chain episodes. I don't know. What did we do last last time? You know, last time we did, we did actually have a pretty. We had a, we had the holiday spectacular. So, oh right, okay, that was. Yeah, a, so yeah. we actually did do something, right. yeah. yeah. Um, so, so this one, I don't know. I don't. I have no <laughs> idea. But I have a feeling it's going to be a very regular episode. Um, well, so but, you'll you'll have to tune in to find out. Could go either yes. way. Yes, I mean, you guys can help us plan. You guys can. We're open to suggestions, <laughs> suggestions on what yeah. that final episode. Yeah. Uh, could be, but yes, we're, yeah. so this is the fourth last episode. We're going to do three more episodes and we're, we're, then we're going to take a break. And, uh, you know what? We came back this time. We'll probably come back next time. Like, <laughs> yeah, we we're we're, yeah. we're just holding on to that, not taking eight years between, uh, seasons. Um, so yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, that, that is April 22nd, 2021 will be our last episode. Um, so psh- Gatorade de- developed a sweat patch. Did you did you hear about that? A what? A sweat patch, a digital sweat patch. Okay. Sweat yeah, patch. Uh, Before you tell me, there. I feel like I should try to guess what this is. Is uh, I, sweat I, I should patch. probably look up what the heck this thing is. I don't sweat even know patch. what this Let is. Me, oh, this I'm gonna guess. Yeah. I'm gonna guess it measures it measures not only the amount of sweat, but what is in your sweat and analyzes that. To make sure you are uh, Gatorade, Gatorade, well hydrated. <laughs> uh, sure. I, I mean, I have no idea. I, I have really no idea what this that's, thing does. That's my guess. Let's see. Let's see if I'm right. I'm looking it up right now, and um, so th- and this is a story, by the way, like from four weeks ago. I'm sure, at least. <laughs> um, so yeah, Gatorade developed some digital sweat patch that's surprisingly cheap. Actually, this thing is only twenty four bucks for a two pack. Okay, it's uh, definitely not you, what I said. You throw this patch on. Um, it slowly releases nicotine into your blood. Um, no, not actually. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, it, it, what does this do? Uh, releases Gatorade into your blood. <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. Um, so know how you sweat so you can personalize your preparation and recovery. Uh, collect the sweat from your workout and see what it says about you. Okay, so I was, yeah, that was kind of right. It's okay, so it does three things. It does three things. Uh, it measures fluid loss. Okay. So yeah. the total amount of fluid you lose during a workout. Okay. Uh, which is used to calculate your hi- which yeah. is used to calculate your hydration needs. Yeah. Okay. Check again. <laughs> Two. Uh, it it measures your sweat rate. 
So the amount you sweat over the course of one hour, interesting, which helps calculate your fluid loss. How how is it measuring this? Is it is it actually like a piece of hardware or something? Like how? Yeah, so it's this thing that you stick on your skin, and it, I guess it syncs with your phone. It's only twenty something dollars. Yeah, it's crazy, how that, right? How does See, that work? This is a, this this is a pretty cool story. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last thing is sodium loss. The amount of sodium you lose through sweat used to calculate okay. electrolyte needs. So electrolyte and fluid needs all yeah. in Gatorade. Exactly. So yeah. it's pretty oh, smart. Yeah. This, he, that actually works. He, yeah. Here's crazy. So okay, so I'm looking at a screenshot here. Uh, no, like a simulation, and it says drink 16 ounces of fluid. Like it tells you. So it's basically like drink Gatorade. <laughs> like yeah, drink. yeah. Yeah, this is that's uh, pretty. That sounds pretty neat, actually. I this Aaron, whole world. Aaron, the, yeah, for twenty for twenty four bucks, I feel like you should try this out. Like I, I would say I try it out, but I never work out. So. <laughs> I mean, this this whole like um, it's really interesting. Uh, you know, obviously Apple Watch is a big kind of wearable right now, but I don't yeah. know if you've been keeping up with some like the, that whole kind of uh, industry. I guess um, there's some pretty cool stuff out there now. Like again, like it's you know like the when I, th- I think the Apple Watch stuff first came out, like there was that, that whole kind of um, thing around, you know, like, oh, we're going to, you know, biohacking and stuff like that. And we're going to have all these cool things. And there's actually some pretty like cool stuff. Like the, I, I saw one person um, basically plant, you can, you, you can implant this little RFID thing um, in, like into your hand. And okay. you can use that like for anything that has RFID, you know, like, uh, like uh, doors and stuff, right? Where you have a key card. Right. Um, stuff like that. Somebody even implanted um, a Tesla one into their hand, and then oh. like because you know like uh, new Teslas, um, they don't have a key, but they you can get like a hotel card, yeah, yeah, yeah type yeah. thing. Somebody put it in their hand, and they, they just have to put their hand to start the car, which is again super cool, right? Like very futuristic. Um, so like there's there's a lot of stuff. Like some of the stuff is now becoming more mainstream. So I've actually seen it's not like fully to market yet. But, um, you know, uh, this, like, have you ever seen anyone who is diabetic, whatever, you know, how to take a little blood test, right? To measure. Yeah, blood yeah, sugar? totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there used to be devices that are kind of like more medical grade where if you were severely diabetic, you know, you would actually get one surgically implanted into you and, yeah. and that would yeah. measure you all the time. There's, there's a device now, um, that again, very much like, you know, developed by startup, really slick that anyone can use. Um, so not just diabetics, but you know, if you're just an athlete, right. Or someone who really wants to like measure your blood sugar levels. Um, but it's a slick device. Like, you know, you just basically, um, put on you and there's even, um, like, uh, an applicator to basically like anyone can put it on their arm or wherever and it just injects. Right. Um, and it measures your blood, blood sugar, which is kind of crazy. Um, there's all these new bit, like um, uh, wristbands and stuff that are basically like Apple Watch, but you know, on the next level because Apple Watch is like, I don't know if you've noticed, like it, it you know, it, it does the basics of like heart rate and stuff, but it's yeah. not like, um, you know, it's, it's not constantly measuring sometimes and doesn't accurately measure like perfectly. Like it does a kind of a good job, but um, you know, if you're an athlete or, or someone, right, it doesn't measure it in real time uh, constantly. Um, so there's a whole bunch of um, uh, new kind of like smart trackers. It's sort of like evolution, the next generation after like the Fitbits and everything um, yeah. that apparently are super accurate. The battery lasts like seven days, like um, stuff like that. So um, yeah, this whole wearables thing, I feel like there's still a lot of new products coming out in that in that category. 
Who's that guy who like is slowly becoming a cyborg? He, he's some guy who like constantly is implanting like technology into his body. Do you know this guy? It sounds really familiar. Yeah, I don't know the name. Yeah, yeah. Like there's some like like relatively like famous yeah. guy. I mean, for doing this, like I think he yeah. he's con- constantly putting like sensors and stuff like that in his body um, to like sl- not, not to become a cyborg, but like to kind of like just yeah. like. Take advantage Pest of technology and all this stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So anyways, the uh, Gatorade Sweat Patch, uh, powered by Epicor Biosystems. Uh, you can buy it today online. Uh, again, a two-pack for $24.99. Yeah, you can buy a, uh, what is this? Five? Oh, each two-pack. Yeah, each two-pack is $24.99. You can order That's these crazy. things. I don't understand how cheap it is. That's it's crazy. Yeah, right? I, mean, I guess it's limited time but use, I, right? Like that's like, the thing. Yeah. I have a feeling they're like maybe a one time use thing. I don't it, know. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So yeah. definitely, I might check that out. Yeah, I yeah, uh, and and report back and, and see what it's going all about. I'll be like, I drank two liters of Gatorade. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all um, I learned. All right. Told me to drink lots of We're, Gatorade. We're clearly running out of material here, so so <laughs> exactly. I think it's it's probably it's probably like good that we're ending the season soon. Uh, you know, yeah. we need to recoup. Yeah. I, I need to take more notes during the week. <laughs> like, I le- I legit- legitimately, I'm like, I don't I don't have anything else to talk about. So, all right, we're coming to a close here on episode 63 of the ETC podcast, your one-stop pod for entertainment, technology, and cars. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, be sure to email us at podcast.etc at gmail.com or leave a tweet for us, hashtag do your thing if you want us to talk about something or just leave us a regular message at the ETC podcast. You can also visit our favorite website, not our favorite website, our own website, anchor.fm slash the-etc-podcast. The ETC podcast is currently hosted on anchor.fm but distributed to all your favorite platform platforms including spotify overcast apple Podcasts, and more uh this is the problem i always have that piece like nailed and then i don't know how to get out of it it's like <laughs> eh, eh. Uh, don't forget to check out our youtube channel where you can subscribe yes. leave comments and thumbs up and solve the uh, puzzle right yes solve yes. the puzzle i really am curious if people can figure this out if they can figure out the puzzle uh, on on our last episode, I, I'll be very impressed. Yep. You will get an official shout out on the ETC podcast. Although to be fair, that's not a very hard thing to get. Um, <laughs> but uh, you'll get an official shout out on the ETC podcast. Figure it out. Um, but don't forget to listen for the next couple of weeks because we're still on the air. But our season finale yes. is yes. April twenty second, twenty twenty one. Let's just you know whatever. Uh, <laughs> don't forget to eat some. Vector Maple Crunch. It's 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 supposedly <laughs> delicious. I haven't tried it yet, but whatever. Yeah. All right, that is it for this wonderful April twenty first. Nope. April first, twenty twenty one. We got April you. Fool's Day. Yeah. The, the uh, yeah yeah the the April Fool's uh, spectacular episode. Yeah. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. My name is Casey Lee, and sitting across the city from me, as always, is Aaron Zanekar. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Ice cream balls. I like that idea. Yeah.